Jack's RPG Podcast. I'm in Max, 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 Pursuing the RPG hobby with reckless abandon. Hi, thank you for joining <laughs> us for Season 20, Episode 1 of Happy Jack's one. RPG Podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Gina. And I'm Stork. Stork. And, uh... Here we are. Yeah. Episode got season 20. Season 20. Season 20. We've got... Wow. Three weeks until Strategic Con, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Pre-reg yeah. tomorrow. Right. I still Noon. I'll probably just run all... all uh, oh, did, you, did you switch the video over? No. <laughs> Thanks, Master Vidar. Yeah, thanks. The star of it are. I know. I it was even saying too. Already the transition. Yep, and you Str- were busy. Super good. Strategic oh, on September first, second, third, fourth, the LAX Hilton Hotel. We'll be there Saturday night, eight PM. We're doing our live podcast as we are wont to do. Uh, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. That's it. In this episode of Happy Jack's RPG podcast, out of print GM asks running a villain game for kids. Mr. Manowar writes in about our divisive hobby. Abacus from Missouri writes in about hit point fudging, which is was last week. Was it last week we talked Mm. about hit point fudging, or was it the week? We're just fudging, but it was specifically like yeah. It would have been last week. I think so. I think the week before we're. And Dave from Florida sends us a GM success story. But first. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. That's happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. How are we doing on emails? we got plenty. Okay. Cool. Uh, we're on the social medias. We're on the tweeters, happyjacksrpg, all one word, and the Instagrams, happyjacksrpg, all one word. Also, if you'd like to watch the show live, it's on Friday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific time, happyjacks.org slash live. And you can get all of the links and little various things and say hello to the chat room. Hi, chat room. It's Hi, nice to see you room. there. It's a live chat room. And uh, next Friday, Dave will be here and he may bring someone with him. <coughs> and we're going to attempt cool. to Skype in live from Gen Con. That's right. You and Bill. Cool. Bill's flying in from across the pond and you're flying in from here. here. And we're going to we're going to attempt it. We'll see awesome. how well it works. Yeah, how well the With hotel the internet is, all that well, stuff. We, we're, a lot of variables. we're at an Airbnb. Yeah. And it's might have better we're f- and it's far away from the from, A lot of variables. From the, so who knows? Who knows what will happen? Uh, and I, and the the tech support guy for Happy Jacks won't be here. Right. <laughs> so and if there's a trouble getting communicating with him over Skype they're mm-hmm. fucked. But just hold their phone up. To the <laughs> right. We're just, we'll just set this little, yep. little camera up with your phone, and you guys can talk that way. <laughs> yeah, FaceTime. I'll put FaceTime in front of the camera. I thought about buying a burner phone and hardwiring it into the board as well, so you could just have phone calls come in. Why not? could do that. Wow. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, help with villains. Cool. With a villains game from Out of Print GM. Greetings once again from sun-drenched Yorkshire. Yep, it's raining again. Out of print GM writing once again in need of a little help. Last year I wrote in on how I was running a game for two children of one of my regular players and oldest friend. Using Savage Worlds Fantasy. And it was fun. The kids loved it and they want to play more. Yay! 
but they want me to run a supervillains game using Savage Worlds. Now, I have a very dark and gallows sense of humor, and what I would do and and have done in the past for a villains game is not suitable subject matter for children aged 11 and 13. Mm. I don't want to run the same plot thread every game session, so any ideas you could offer up? I have kept this one as short as possible. Long life, good health. Simon, out of print GM on the forum. I have the perfect solution for you. Yeah. Savage Worlds is the perfect solution. Well, he knows for that. You. He's going to run yeah. in Savage Worlds. Yeah, but, but he they have a specific thing called unnecessary or necessary, necessary evil, evil, which is where the supervillains take over the world. Well, and there's a there's an alien invasion. Yes, and all the superheroes are killed, mm-hmm. and the only thing left are villains. Yes, right. And that's all. And the plot line of in that book, you can adapt. To anything you want, you can just use the whole cloth. Take what they've set up in that book, that premise, and run your game there. Yeah, because wonder, it makes is that, sense. Is that too dark for kids? Well, I'm it worried. On, it depends on the villains you're making. You I'm know? worried about kids. Yeah, necessarily. I mean, if kids are doing it by themselves, yeah, like a bunch of teenage kids get together, we're going to play a role playing game. We want to all play chaotic evil people. Okay, they go at it. But once you put an adult in there, uh, and, yeah. and we as kids did. All kinds of screwed up shit yeah, yeah. in role playing games, oh, yeah. right? especially when we were teenagers. Oh, yeah, it's awful. But if there's an adult there and it's happening, is that like condoning? You know, you I see don't what I'm saying? Know. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I mean, I, I know my daughter it goes to school and cusses and all of that stuff, but she doesn't do it around me. Because yes, but, but again, it, it depends on the villains that you're going to make, and it depends on the villains well, that they're going to make. I mean, you can make super villains that aren't or, or villains that aren't necessarily sadistic or why can't they cruel. make their super villains exactly well they, I figured they would but he still has to make NPCs or which I guess would be heroes well the heroes are all dead true right. but they could get the flavor of of what he's going to make from their lead so they sure. can either create somebody from scratch or a super villain from their favorite cartoon or comic book or movie or whatever and then you kind of just take your cue from there. Right. And I think that would be a good starting point for a kid's supervillain game because of the fact that in that specific setting they aren't fighting superheroes. Mm-hmm. And they are yeah. the the idea is they're not going out committing their super crimes as they normally would and then they have to fight it, th- to, to thwart their heroes yeah. from thwarting right. them. It's an they actual, wanna, they really interesting play, setting. They want to play Suicide Squad. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. You're right. Yeah. And that's kind of necessary evil. Really, you can do that in that. It's it's actually it's all pretty. That's pretty what much it set is. Up. Yeah. It's like yeah. there's a big horrible thing. In this case, it's an alien invasion, and uh, you're all that's left that's protecting the planet. You want to protect it? If you're <laughs> if you're worried about making or or that your gallows humor stuff coming out, do what I used to do in Champions, which is you basically copy. Yeah. Villains and that you from comic books, right? And you would just rename them basically. So, you, if you really wanted to, you could make Syndrome from The Incredibles as one of your villains, right? You could have Drew, uh, uh, Gru as one of your villains. Well, that's what I wonder too. Or Mastermind or with that Megamind. particular age, if they're already kind of thinking about who they want to play, like th- that they want to be the Joker, they want to be right. Yeah, I have a feeling that you're going to be surprised at how. Off the rails they may yeah, go I think so too <coughs> And you may have to Withhold your judgment Because they're just Having fun And they don't understand You know They know the Joker 
tortures people, so they're going to try. Maybe I'm, I'm just making this up. They, they maybe try to torture somebody. You, from your adult perspective, might be horrified, but they don't understand because it's just sort of part of what villains would do. I think you could use too the the Savage World <coughs> Supers books. Uh-huh. Um, because I'm sure they've got I haven't looked at it for a while But they must have templates for evil dudes also But like might. You Well there's certainly a necessary evil Yeah But you creating your own well, super villain from scratch anyway in, in The villains and heroes are the same How you build them tricky. is basically the same Exactly right. But necessary yeah. evil gives you that, that well, setting Kind of play around in. Yeah, I, I guess in Savage Worlds, yes, because there's only so many powers. Right. Mm-hmm. But I remember when I ran a, a Champions game, first Champions game I ran, and I'm I had come up with a bunch of supervillains mm-hmm. and the city that everything took place in, and all the players showed up and they started making their characters and they're like, "Hey, we want to make villains instead." So they all made <laughs> villains. So all of my villains now so suddenly are all heroes. But I did it in Hero. So they've all got killing attacks. They're not like, you know, blast powers mm-hmm. that do normal damage. They do killing damage, which is very deadly in, in Hero, especially at that level. So it was it was it made for a strange game. Yeah, no, in fact someone in fact commented on the fact like, Oh yeah, all the Stu's heroes have killing attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Supers in Hero or GURPS would be awesome. But yeah. not with uh, what is it, eleven and thirteen year olds? Probably not. No, um, and it's good good to keep them in the same system. It's by the way, dr- we got a drink mm-hmm. uh, oh. from Hazel Mudslide because uh, drink because it's Hazel Mudslide's birthday in two hours. Two hours. Yeah, so mountain the, time. The most appropriate amount of hours exactly. away from her birthday. Yeah, to your birthday. Drink. Happy birthday. That is a good IPA. It is. It is. It's quite delicious. Wolf Pup Session IPA Golden Road uh, So Yeah I think The uh, It's the only thing I worry about is is Them going too far The kids? Yeah because that's yeah. I mean th- that to me would be kind of A, a weird thing um, Being the adult there I think you have to make it more cartoon Violence too like when Harley yeah. hits somebody With a bat Yep. You as an adult really want to play out the bleeding and screaming and stuff, but I don't think that that's the game you really want to play because that really brings it. That well, that's kind of what I'm getting at. They are going to want to play that game. Well, me and and it's yeah. like should the, you? Yeah, that's a good a good point <laughs> where you either have to. No, I think you're absolutely right, and and you either set up at the beginning that hey, this is in this world, you know, the. Violence we commit does not result in, and you know, it's like boffer hits or something, right? Yeah, or that you play like masks where it's these are teen supers that are it's not uh, shoot to kill, or it's like you're you're trying to capture and bring in, or right. stun, or knock or, them out, <coughs> or well, that's what I'm saying, or just underplay that, you know. Yeah. So Harley starts hitting somebody with a bat yep. instead of instead of what I would do with everybody's like, there's blood flying everywhere. You can't see. He's screaming at the top of his lungs. He says things like, "Ow, you you wench! I'm coming after you now!" <laughs> right. And ow, and, and all right, you knock him unconscious. Or uh, okay, how many points? Okay, he's down. And just gloss over the gory details of everything. Right. Because I don't think they really want to know. I don't think you want to do it for them. I think they do want to. <laughs> well, they do. They want to hit somebody with a baseball bat, but they don't mm-hmm. want to hear about the blood spattering all over the walls. 
I think it's been a long time it, since I was too a thirteen long year old. You were a thirteen year old boy. <laughs> Fair enough. If that's where they're going, then then you can do that. But I, no, I, I don't, would I don't be think careful. I think I would hedge. I mean, even in comic you books, you should. Yes, I, I even in comic books, they hit somebody, and they very rarely show people's teeth flying out of their mouth. You know, they just you know, right. Captain America punches somebody, and they go down, and that's mm-hmm. it. Right. You don't see teeth. You don't see the eye. You know, black eyes. You don't see. Th- yeah, it's not like what's his name getting walloped with a baseball bat in in uh, uh, Walking Dead. Well, okay, it, it's the <laughs> difference. Did you see that. Yeah, no. no. Oh. That's why I stopped watching, even though I Man. knew because I read the comic books. But I'm like, I bet the makeup artist had a no. field day no, doing that. Not gonna watch with the eyeball. Yeah. See, Man. to me, to be the difference between Reservoir Dogs <sighs> yeah. and Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> right. All right. So they're both they both have violence, but yeah. one of them one of them is so hyper real, and the well, other one is much more. They were video um, game. Yeah. Right. Uh, they were saying Arcade in, the, video in the chat room to frame it, frame it like a comic book, yep. mm-hmm. or and just make sure you try to keep it PG thirteen. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, and then and then if they spin off the rails, that, that that's fine. You know, they may, that might make for some interesting role playing games. Like you know, you know, you, you killed a guy, right? So now the police are after you, or something, or whatever. Yeah, right. but I mean, you, you may have to gauge it with what they tend to do. And I think by you setting the tone, they'll they'll. I think so too. The other Play possibility is you could, in, instead of having a necessary evil thing where all of the superheroes are gone, uh huh. There's a whatever vi- town you're in. There is a superhero, and he's a douchebag. Yeah. He's like he's like a yeah. Captain Amazing from yeah. from uh, uh, Mr. Man. Mr. Man. Yeah. Uh, is it was it Greg Kinnear? Was yeah, it Greg Kinnear. And he's got you know got like the Pepsi Corporate emblem over sponsors. here, and he's got sponsorships mm-hmm. all over, and he comes in, and he's got a. Publicist that follows him everywhere, and yep. Yep. and you know, and maybe he is kind of a badass, but you know, he's also really into himself. So while he when he captures you, maybe he turns to the camera to mug and gives yes. you an opening to be able to yep. pop him in the face <laughs> and get away. So I mean, that's you actually could, a really funny. You could idea. really yeah. play it that way and have the, have the heroes kind of be the maybe kind been, of the semi bad guys themselves because they've been taken over by like corporate branding right, and right. like they all have their own reality shows and <laughs> so that you just want to yeah, mock you could have them. you could have a you could have a different hero every week and <laughs> yeah. one of them has a reality crew <laughs> yeah. reality show crew following him around yep you know and he has oh, totally. a train wreck of a yeah. family that you know he has to go and rescue all the time and yeah and yeah it could that could be really funny <laughs> Batman breaks and enters all the time. He that beats be people up funny. all the time. Does he get in trouble? No. Right. <laughs> I break in. I hit the security guard. I'm in jail. What the yeah. hell? He breaks in, beats up a bunch of people. He's fine. I don't no, get it. Awesome. He's a hero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that'd be I funny. think that'd be kind of fun. I think that'd be fun, too. Or maybe it's the tick. Yeah. Maybe the superhero in town is the tick. And he's uh, insane, nigh invincible, and... Uh, not very attentive, and you can get a yeah. you can uh, maybe uh, a lot of the, doing your villainous stuff is more about trying to keep him the the superhero who's trying to thwart you distracted, so that he doesn't right yeah and it's almost stop helping right. Yeah. <laughs> There's also Mega Mind too, where the where the villain after he gets rid of his arch nemesis now is like, well, I've got nothing better to do, and, and then somebody else worse takes over, so now he becomes the hero mm-hmm. right. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, you have a worse villain come in. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're doing their petty larceny and all yeah. this stuff, and then someone comes in to actually destroy the city. Yes, mm-hmm. that could be kind of fun too. 
Yeah, I think so too. But if you said it in that kind of tone, as opposed to just, you know, instead of making them all Wolverine or you know, they're slice and dice and kill and blood, and I think I think it's a, it's a tone thing. It's it's making that setting. And I have a feeling you can make it kind of wacky too. Yeah, and I, I do think he's he's talking about maybe not running an overarching plot, so plot thread every game. So that would be that sort of like episode of the week or the hero of the, the week, yeah, or yeah. this. In this comic book issue, sort of, this is yeah. what you got to do. I think that would, that could work. Yeah, I think we're pretty yeah. Go well. watch Mega Mind and just copy all of that. Like where the, where the, the Mega Mind's pretty fantastic too. Yeah, it is. Where the villains actually become the heroes. Isn't there? Cool. There is a, like a retired superhero. Yeah. Well, in, in Mega Mind, don't spoil it. I think isn't there? In, I've never seen Mega Mind. Sort of. Okay. Yes. And also, you know, Despicable Me's is another great spin on supervillains. Oh with, yeah, that's you know, true. Yeah. Grew. And the other guy with the pants that are high. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> Drew, and then there's three of them now. Wasn't the original was the, the original guy with the glasses, right? Wasn't the guy with the glasses in the original? I got it mixed up now. Yeah, I do too. I get Mega Mind and Despicable Me mixed up. Despicable Me has the minions. Alcoholic Butterbeer. Where's that? They're talking about it on the, on the, in the chat room. Do they have that at the Harry Potter world? They I know should. they have butterbeer, but I don't know if it's alcohol. You bring a flask. You make it alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, you bet you right? could. I what bet does butterbeer tastes like? I don't know, but I bet it's good with bourbon. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it's like butterscotch. <laughs> I think that it has... Or like hot buttered rum. Kind of, yeah. yeah hot toddy, maybe, yeah. Or maybe like a rum. Just even maybe better with rum. Butterbeer just sounds great. It mm-hmm. does. So, uh, who played what this week? Oh. Oh, thank you very much. Out yeah. of Yeah. Yeah. I know that this was, you said it was semi-urgent, <laughs> and it's only three weeks ago that you sent it, so maybe... Check out Necessary Evil. I think it will, I think it will inspire you in a lot of ways. So, uh, who played what? I played uh, your Moment of Truth game. The Blood Blade and Tusk Blood game. Blade and we yeah. had that on Sunday. I, and we're having a lot of fun with that. Having fun with the setting. Yeah. And, and we're also road testing that game. It's also, it's, it's going to be shaped up to be a really interesting game system. I think so. I think so. I, I've got, there's someone on the forums who's sending me extensive mm-hmm. edits. Page which by I'm, page, which I'm going, which I've gone through about half of them now. And, oh, nice! And, and solidified stuff up. Also, Dave Kazay is looking at it. Cool. Oh, as, uh, well. as a note to you, somebody posted. Yeah. They said, "Is there a character sheet that's available for Moment oh, of Truth?" Cool. So, if you want to yeah. post yours, if you, yeah. If you want to send it to me, I can put yeah. it on, on the it's, Moment of Truth. Um, it's in the Slack. It's in folder. Oh, it I, is. Can, okay. I can send it to you otherwise. But yeah, I, that's I can the put updated it in the one. If you want to, yeah. if you want to download the latest version of the game, yeah. which isn't actually the latest version of the game because I'm doing. Lots of massive edits yeah. right now. Uh, that's momentoftruthrpg.com. So, uh, and then on s- uh, Monday we played tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow Legion. Legion. Yeah, and we're trapped. Three of oh. us are trapped. Still see your stuff here. Yeah. Don't yes. look at me. I'm I'm not in it. it I went to bed. Oh, stuff, I know that's right. That stuff's been posted, hasn't it? I don't know. I hope I'm not. The last masks isn't up, so I don't know if it's. The last masks isn't up. No, because the one you put up on Monday was the last last one, and then we played. Row, you sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sure. I thought so. I'd I don't know if Tomorrow Legion's up. I may I'm not. Sure. Be. I don't know. Yeah. I started to watch it live and then went to bed. Wait. It's all uh, past my bedtime. I played. I'm uh, Star Wars. Uh-huh. Uh huh. FFG. That was fun. Was Are you playing a specific? 
one or mostly or kind of we have characters from each of the books. Uh huh. Um, but we are kind of playing Age of Rebellion, so okay. we're playing, yeah, the kind of before between uh, the third and fourth. And movies. what are you playing? I am playing a diplomat agitator, mm. and we've got. I think I talked about before that we've got the cocky space pilot uh, smuggler, mm-hmm. um, who's Clockwork. Mm-hmm. Look, uh, sister. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know, and I'm the yeah. Do you listen, you nerf herder? Yeah, the nerf. Uh, I'm that, only without the flowing and the buns. Right. Yeah. And uh, are you human? I am human. We have, and the human pilot, and we have a verpine engineer. I forgot which one. Who's also a saboteur, apparently. Those aren't the bugs. Yes. Oh, those are the bugs. Verpine are the bugs. Yeah, and he does the scissor motion with his hands when he's talking at the table. It's really creepy. Like slee stack. Yeah, yeah, sort of like slee stack. Yeah, and then uh, Mook plays a. Oh crap. It's an Ewok. No, his <laughs> name is <laughs> Ger- Gernock, but he I always picture him like Killer Croc cuz it's some sort of crocodile oh, dude. Yeah, the, the, is it the the slavers? No. Oh, what's the, the name? Not the Rodians. No, the Shoot. the big there's one that shows up that's he's a when Darth Vader is on one of the battle cruisers or something, he's having <laughs> right. a conversation. Oh. Right, he's one of those. And there's a bunch of them uh, up Maybe. on the thing. And you he's see like the, the foot of one of the bounty hunters, yeah. and it's okay. like a lizard. Kind of, I bet that's it, then. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking we They're might the, have the ones that, a Bosque. Yep. The Bosque. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Trandoshan. Trandoshan? Trandoshans. That's what I'm thinking. Because that's the Gorn. That's the. Yeah, Bosques are the liony. The the, the Trandoshans are the ones yeah. that, that hate okay. that the Wookies hate because they enslaved them and killed them all or something. Oh, Bosk is the bounty hunter's name. Thanks. Oh, Bosk is the Dave guy's name. Okay. Gonna, oh, of course, gonna, it's Dave. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. Okay, it's, just to, the, the last Masters game that went up was ten, and that went up last. Did you backwards math week? If that's not the latest one, let me know and I'll cool. I'll, I'll put it. Up. I'll look at the end of the show. Um, I know because we did. And if I if I've deleted the cards because I delete the cards sometimes, I'll just scrape the audio off the YouTube video. Okay, yeah, I'll look. We'll All look. Right. But yeah, that and Bloodblade. Tomorrow, I was telling Stu. I know this isn't I played yet, but I've been doing lots of work on a character. For uh, we're going to do an all day session tomorrow, so it'll probably be. I don't know, like a ten-hour game. Oh, the D and D game. Uh, of yeah, D and D five e. There's a newer book called Tales from the Yawning Portal, which is I don't know how many, um, but it's all old modules. Mm. So this is uh, white. Plume so it's Mountain. a book with all of the modules in it. Not all of them, but or there's like five or six or okay. seven. Yeah. And now, is that put out by TSR? Is that yep. thing that put out by Goodman? It's Watsy. Oh, oh, oh Watsy. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's only been 20 or 30 years Yeah, (laughs) I think it's one of the last books they put out Um, But yeah, so there's other They're they're not releasing a lot for for it They are not They're relying on that That online Beyond There's more than that though Is that what it's called? It was called The Vault or something, wasn't it? Oh, that, I thought you were When I went to the Gaming store the other day, there were more than I thought there would be because they just don't seem to make a blip on my radar. It's been out a long time. There should be a lot of books. I guess, yeah. Is there a player's handbook too? No. No. No, they don't have. There's only the The first, the three core books. 
second monster in manual that's Volos, right? Okay, okay, right. Um, and then six ad- adventure books, mm-hmm. and then one setting book, uh, uh, Sword Coast. Right. Um, and I think there's only six hmm. um, adventure books. Like Rise of Tiamat, is that what it is? Rise of Tiamat. Princess uh, of Apocalypse. I kind of expected more support. Yeah, I don't know. I I miss my splat books. I I like that. I'm right. one of those people. I, that I mean, would uh, buy. The, the fact it doesn't have all the races in it. No. And I mean, and uh, having a player's handbook too is a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. So I was lucky they let uh, the GM for tomorrow is letting us play with anything that's in a legit book. We're not allowed to play with Unearthed Arcana, which has a ton of that other stuff. Oh, really? Which I wish. Yeah, because. Um, I discovered a shadow sorcerer that I told you was shadow magic that I wanted mm-hmm. to play. I was like, oh my god, but it's Unearthed Arcana. Um, but it's, we're going to play White, I was telling Stu this, White Plume Mountain, which I don't know mm-hmm. if you ever played. Don't spoil it. Yeah, I've never, she's, I don't know White Plume. She's no. Okay. No. From what, 1979 or yeah. Probably. I yeah. 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 I, yeah I, my friend across the street so. from me ran a, ran a couple hey, of weeks through it. if you guys have really good ideas before tomorrow, I was supposed to make a magic chart uh, so if you're listening in the chat room, I guess of uh, of like four or six things, and I really want a staff of power, but I have to do four or six things, and they can't all be staff of power. Um, so I figure if I don't get a staff of power, I'm going to do stuff like an Efreeti bottle and just like stuff to wreak havoc. So right. if you have good ideas, you can tweet me. That'd Card be awesome. of the, the deck of many things. I don't think that's in the le- le- oh, legit thing yet. Yep. Ion stones were cool. Staff too. of the Magi. Magi. Is, no. is is Tomb of Horrors in that same book? No, they haven't done Tomb of Horrors except for Four uh, E, obviously. But right, yeah. Like you can even make it in. That's the biggest douchebag adventure ever. I <laughs> can't have a rod of wonder. I wanted a rod of wonder, but I'm not a warlock. I'm a sorcerer, so I can't have one. <laughs> I was like, can I have a warlock like attune it for me? Like, could I have paid somebody to attune the rod of wonder for me? Are you can do no. Do sorcerer still like wild magic and chaos. Well, I'm going to do yeah. It's there's a wild mage and yeah. a, a storm, a yeah. storm sorcerer, shadow sorcerer. If you do unearth Draconic or draconic, um, but yeah. So there you go. I know bullshit. That's what I say, Sergito. All right. Okay. Uh, to the mailbag. Fudging, to the mailbag. Fudging hit points or making a choice from Abacus in Missouri. Okay. Would like to read that? Well, want to just go around? Sure. Okay. In season nineteen, episode twenty, you all agreed that if the GM wanted to just ignore hit points, narrate damage, and arbitrarily declare death, that was fine. My response, how would the GM feel if a player did the same thing? Monster does a critical hit for 58 uh, hit points. Oh, that hurt, but I'm still in the fight. Um, you're third level. How many hit points do you have? Oh, don't worry about that. I don't think one hit from this monster would hurt that much. Pause for discussion. Yeah, I, I knew we were going to get blowback from that. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. I think that first... When the GM is doing this, and the, in the context in which we were talking about it, it was about taking away hit points from the monster. It wasn't about adding hit points to the yeah. monster. It was about getting, avoiding the point where you get to the, I hit, I do four points, I hit, I do two points. It was realizing when you just need to let it... When it just becomes a grind. Who the fuck wants to have yeah. a grind I in totally the, when agree. you're playing a game? It's 
freaking boring. Mm -hmm. So if you don't like it, you can just go ahead and have a grind and torture your players with game mechanics. <laughs> At some point, you have to make it's a decision, different. I think, to, to stress the story yeah, over right. the mechanics. And there is a balance that has to get met. And sometimes the mechanics suffer. Or maybe sometimes the story suffers mm -hmm. as well. I think more often than not, the story suffers all the time anyway. Every time dice is, dice are rolled, and generally, I I, I think so, generally I agree with you. Yeah. So there's a balance, basically, is what we're trying to strike here. It's not it's not necessarily a what's the word I'm looking for a, a nuclear option to to just to just screw over your players. No, it's it's it, in fact it's the opposite of that. Yeah. It's like okay, you're you're gonna win the fight. It's inevitable. The math is in yeah. your favor. I'm just going to say the guy ran away or the next hit took him out or whatever. It doesn't matter. You don't actually have to do all 78 hit points. 68 is enough. Yeah. No, I, mean, I think and, so and too. The, of course, the difference between that and, and his analogy with the player ignoring his, his hit points is the player is doing it for his own favor. The GM is doing it for the story's favor, not for... Right, the monsters' favor. Right, right. Yeah, especially like you said, if you can really see the way that the tide is turning and it's inevitable. Yeah, and I, that happens like, in most. You don't games. need another round and a half of seven uh, turns. Under damage. Yeah. Uh, can we go home now? <laughs> yeah. I think Why? I've seen every GM I've ever played with do that. Of course, because you can kind of sometimes tell, but it's. I've and never been cheated. I'm sure these people say, oh, but you, yeah. if you narrate it all the time, it's so interesting and fascinating. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're just gilding You're just gilding a piece of shit is what you're doing at that point. That's what you're doing. Because it's like, okay, you I, know what's going to happen. I was sat out there for like six, oh, and, a, six and a half oh hours or something in and one combat. Yeah. I, know, I know exactly. And once, once you know how it's going to turn out, we'll just end the fight. And we sat there and we hit it and we, got it and we just yeah. watched his hit points drop five points now if, per hit. Now, if you get to the point where like the players are out of all of their heels and they don't have any of their action points or whatever they call it now, yeah. and all that stuff, and they're, and they're down a bunch of hit points and maybe one or two of them's down and the bad guy's still up well then I would I would stick with the numbers that you got and I would because at that point you don't know but if, yeah. but if you get to the point where all the players are fine they haven't used a, used a bunch of their uh, their, their healing Dailies abilities or whatever, or whatever yeah. they call them now yeah and 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 the bad guy's down to you know 25% of his hit or yeah 25% of his hit points alright this fight this fight's over it's only a matter of time the only person who doesn't know it is the dude on the table uh, no, it's true. Okay, so the, after the pause for discussion, all that said, there is always free will. If a player wanted his character to lay down and wait to die after the first time they are hit, that's the player's choice. In the same way, uh, the monster is the GM's character. If the GM says the monster gives up or lays down or takes some penalty, that all seems fine to me because that is just how this character is choosing to react. These are really two different matters. Taking away any consideration of the numbers without telling the players is just as much cheating as if the player decides their character is invulnerable. Uh, thanks for the show and all the thought-provoking discussions. Abacus from Missouri. Well, here's the thing. If I went to Vegas and I took a bunch of my chips and I just like stuck them over into the dealer's uh -huh. section of the table, not bet them, yeah. but like, like threw them to the dealer... No one's going to accuse me of stealing Because that's not stealing Stealing is when I take them So <laughs> cheating is when if First off, if you're a GM and you think that, that The monsters are your character You're wrong 
But if you think that way, and you're giving up hit points, you're not cheating. You're doing whatever the opposite of cheating is. Maybe you're playing badly. Maybe you should be trying to win. I don't know. <laughs> it just seems to me that because you're good at D and D, right? <laughs> right. Right. You got That's how you prove you're good at D and D by by making sure that you grind down every fucking little hit point. Have mm-hmm. fun. Enjoy it. Great <laughs> person. <laughs> cheating is caring. Cheating is caring. No. Don't even get t-shirt nonsense, now. Thank but you. It was kind of funny. Cheating is caring. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, no. I mean, yeah. we're, we're talking about doing stuff that's in the player's favor, and and not even in the player's favor. Yeah. This isn't even like, oh, I've come up with a fight and it's really bad and it's going to kill a couple of characters and I didn't really intend to do that. And today I would be like, man, I'm gonna let those dice fall where they may. Yeah. They they knew what they were going up they against. They, did, they chose to go up against yeah. it, whatever. But when you're getting to a situation where I know that this monster is going to die, and this monster is not gonna take anyone out, take yeah. anyone with them, because the way they've got the board set up or whatever, there's just no way for this thing to. Why make them go through the torture of that? Oh no, you yeah. have to. Do, 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 do. It, it, it's. <laughs> That's like, that's like if you're playing a chess game and one of the players wants to concede. That's cheating! You can't concede! <laughs> it's a very specific set of circumstances, but it, it also relates to me in, in, in many of the ways, like, why roll a perception roll? Just tell them. Is that also sure. cheating? I mean, in, in a way it is, well, because you know, they're not the, actually actively making a perception roll. The one argument against just telling people in those cases is there are people who will make characters who will spend points to yeah, be yeah. more perceptive I, than I, other people. I get that. And they will feel robbed. So they, I, and they are robbed. It's and like the, I yeah. just dumped a bunch of points in something I'm not... I'm, not, I'm never going to use. Yeah. Everyone else now right. is as good as yeah. good at as I am. I, I get that. Yeah. Um, perhaps it's a flawed example, but I'm, I'm pointing it out that, that there are times when we... I mean, it's specific, in specific circumstances when you... It's okay to... I don't want to say cheat. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh... Adjudicate oh, rather than go. roll. Very nice. Very good. Okay. Very well. Sure, I agree. Absolutely agree. I and again, you, you this isn't a blanket statement. Like this that, is yeah. not. This is not every time. No. This is this is a, like as Stu says, for example, when you're when you know that the tie, why sit there for another hour and a half winnowing the, the monster down? Just say the epi- the fight. Lo, the fight was epic, and you all have defeated him soundly, and he he's lying in the pool of his blood, and and. You're done. The battle is now finished. You know, there was a time when I would say, hey, you know what? If, if a fight's going too easy, add some hit points to the monster. But I'm to the point now where I don't think that's, I don't think that's necessary. Because mm-hmm. the yeah. fight in the old D&D Eldemy game, the fight everyone talks about is the no mere hedge mage fight. Where they w- literally one-punched this guy before he could get off his first spell. Which would have been devastating and may have actually killed a couple mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It, it, was, it was fireball, and I think at the time they were like third level or and, something. And, and it's just all about initiative at that point. It was all about initiative, and he never got to do anything. And he said, I am no mere hedge mage. And boom, boom, boom <laughs> dead. And, sti- and people, let, and people still, still about laugh about that. And just think if I had like padded his hit points or something, that that whole game of the, that's the highlight story of that yeah. entire yeah, yeah. game. Twenty some. Well, sessions. more than anything, I think oh it's because of the quote. That. It's the quote. Yeah. You I mean, well, yeah, you not set him up. That. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I don't think I. I am more annoyed as a player. So this means it's a good thing to do as a GM because it would happen. <laughs> no, is when they bamf, where you're just like. 
uh, we're just and they teleport out. You mean? Yeah, and you're like, yeah, what the? no, but it's kind <coughs> of true if you're, especially if you're playing a longer, uh, a longer con mm. or you know, like a an arc. They're not necessarily the bigger, badder guys. The the number two guys are not gonna just sit there and. Oh no! They're they're like, yeah, no, I need to get foe right now. Oh yeah. So well, it's, it's like what what Dave did in the not the last um, Tomorrow Legion game, but the one before that. We're fighting these big sort of mechanical spider people with these uh-huh. people on top of them. I don't know what they were. <laughs> nice. And uh, That's awesome. and we're shooting the shit out of them, and they're just not dying. And I'm, I'm I'm using my rail gun on them, which is supposed to be the most devastating thing in the yeah. game. It's like not, but part of that was because the character the killer. Up. You mean the character killer? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is that what you named it? PC Bane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. PC <laughs> Cleaver. Um, X character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, th- th- we were messing up the the armor piercing rules because it has it, ah it, it ignores like twenty five. Points of armor. Oh my the, the god! Yeah. Yeah. Does, yeah, yeah, it's really? a sick weapon. Oh yeah, it's. But that's all that's it can do. Awesome. It does four d twelve plus four damage. It, it shoots through in schools, but well, in seven, yeah. yeah. But that's but that's but the problem that. with it too, because that's oh all god. it does. I and mean, he can't draw that ar- back. Armor piercing. Mm-hmm. It's, it does mega damage because they had to, they they tweaked the rules so it would have the feel of the rifts game. That's awesome. Which I have to say is, is pretty freaking fun. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, we got a uh, from Master Viter in the chat room. We got a drink. Thank you. Cheers. Awesome. To your health, sir. Yes. So, but I don't know. I mean, if you don't want to do it and you want to grind out every last hit point, go ahead and do it. If that's what makes fun at your table yeah. and you guys dig the shit out of doing that, God bless you. The mom murdering boom gun. <laughs> yes, it's the mom murdering boom gun. <clears throat> a GM success story from Dave in Florida. Cool. Dear Jackers, I've written in twice before, both with a question and with an atrocious GM horror story. <laughs> but this time, I wanted to share my success story. <sighs> I realized that I run the risk of being boring. Stories about everyone having a great time is never as entertaining as a story about bad GMing, but I'm going to try anyway. I've been GMing for a long time, since the Red Box. And I love to learn new ways of doing things. I've been listening to Happy Jacks for a couple of years now, and I regurgitate <coughs> all the advice that you give to my fellow hobbyists as if it were my own. Oh. Yesterday, I believe I was able to bring all of the Happy Jacks commandments to good GMing to bear. The wonderful fruit that grew with these commandments are sweet indeed. <laughs> a few weeks ago, Fava I'm Cece here setting the scene. A few weeks ago, Dude. I and my group of incredibly talented players yeah. uh, finished up our Savage World Superpowers 2.0 Necessary Evil. Uh, Hold on. On Amazon, mm-hmm. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is on there. On Amazon's oh. We are in danger of flunking most egregiously. I forgot how awesome that movie is. Yeah. <laughs> no, I never forgot. Oh my god. God, like, I want, and they, they did give their big presentation at the end with all of the historical characters. So great. <laughs> it was awesome. I was obsessed with that movie. I love that movie. I so snuck much. a recorder into the theater and recorded it, was, it on a. It's the best. It's the best thing. movie that had the worst sequel. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, and well, who wrote that sequel? Let's all let's not forget Highlander somebody, too. Somebody decent. I mean, it was pretty uh, awful. Highlander okay, two Highlander 2 was been. awful, but was it yeah. as bad as Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey? I think it was worse. I don't, I don't 
No, I don't know. Building. Anyway, that's saying station, something. dude, station. station. Yeah. <laughs> and, and dancing death. Yeah. yeah. A few months ago, I am my friend stallions. of incredibly talented. Like my battleship. Talented players. It does have its moments. Say hello to the princesses. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, no. Uh, start, start start a few months ago, I and my group of incredibly talented players finished up our Savage World Superheroes 2.0 Necessary Evil Breakout campaign. See, Necessary Evil, right yeah. there. Oh, there you go. Um, even though the players made this game incredibly fun, I wanted to try something new. I'm a big fan of the Wearing the Cape books by Marion. I'm going to have oh, to look these up. Marion yeah. Harmon. And when I saw that he was kickstarting an RPG game based on his books, I was all in. I found out that the system was fate based, so I my I did my best to learn the system. The learning curve was steep. A couple of months, but well worth it. The system is a great fit for my GMing style and for applying the commandments. Commandment one. Create challenges, not solutions. Wearing the Cape is a superhero game set in the modern world with real-world consequences. Think more uh, Marvel Comics Universe than the comic books. In our newly minted game, the players are replacement heroes for a previously established team based in Tampa. There have been a number of terrorist attacks in Tampa by the Vern Tech Super Science villain who can use nuclear-powered eggs to animate metal objects like cranes, cars, and even buildings. Fascinating. And it's awesome. Things get yeah. worse when it turns out that one of the attacks was a, div- uh, a diversion so that the terrorists named ICO, an Islamic capital or- capital- Caliphate organization, could steal five kilograms of plutonium-239 uh, en route to Yucca Mountain for disposal. This is enough plutonium to mutate all of the high-rise buildings in downtown Tampa into killer robots of destruction. I wrote the problem. I had no idea how they would find plutonium for the bad guys. How they would, how find, they would plutonium find plutonium or, or the, the bad, bad guys. guys. <coughs> uh, commandment two, yes and the players. We discussed things. The players came up with five actions that they wanted to try. I turned this into an extended skill challenge where the first team could create an advantage for the next team of players and so on. Everyone was deeply invested in this challenge because they created it. The game was theirs nice. at that point. The only thing I did uh, was uh, every now and, and then kick the ball in bounds and complicate lives a bit. Oh, I did this by applying Commandment 3. Get the players personally involved. The investigation led them to the mansion of one of the richest men in the world, a young Arab prince who was the head of an oil empire. He was throwing a gala event because his company just announced the approval of three tidal turbine generators that would be built in the Tampa Bay. All of this was narrated by the players, by the way. The prince wanted to convert his company to clean energy. One of the players, Oni, a former Yakuza thug, trying to redeem himself, was having a drink at the bar when he heard a familiar voice behind him. His old employer, one of the heads of the Yakuza from Tokyo, was having a vodka behind him. The look on the player's face was priceless. Everyone else was excited. I went into this game a little nervous. I did not have a clear path of victory for the players, and I was worried that the game would stall out, and I would look like an unprepared fool. But knowing the system and trusting my players, it turned out an entirely so- or turned out. I turned out an entirely social game with no combat that was filled with conflict, intrigue, tension, and excitement. Right. Hey everyone, sincerely, thank you very much. You've changed the way I prep and run games, and you've made them better. You rock. David, part of the Swift Creek Circle Gaming Group in Tampa, Florida. P.S. I'm going to figure out a way to get a, sex, a sixer at, of the best IPA in the world to you. Cigar City's Yala. Yalai. Until then, drink! Hi Yalai. Hi Because Hi Lai is that game with the things. Okay. 
All right. Yeah, yeah. High ally. Okay. They used to always show a, a, a bit of that in the beginning of the Miami Vice. Remember that? Yeah. Because they have those things. That's that those stupid prohibition laws that are still like that. So you can't ship the blue laws? alcohol over. That's federal, I think. Uh, it is. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. It just seems like it's from the, the prohibition era or something. Like it would be for bootlegging. So you can't ship your stuff over state might, lines I don't know without... When, I don't know when it started. It very well may be. I don't know. Because it's sad. That's an awesome story, I though. would imagine pre-prohibition. Oh, there is Maybe. something I noticed here, too. It's a, a pro tip from having run a bunch yeah. of superhero games. Place it in a city you know. Oh, sure. Because if you don't know the city, it doesn't make the game interesting at all. And so he put it in Tampa where he is. So he, everybody knows where they are. Well, when they say you're down at 4th and Main, everybody can now picture it. They know, oh, right. there's that bookstore there. That it makes it so much easier because we tried to like play it in Chicago and we all stalled out. We're like, I don't know. Chicago, Un- I don't know unless about it. it's a make believe place, and yes. you do because I was reminded in reading this about how much fun world burning is. That when you sit down with people and you're creating, oh yeah, you know, you did that for the that groups game you ran online too, didn't you? You kind of no, no, I didn't. You did. I made the world. I made well a, a little section of the world. Uh-huh. But when the players made their characters, I'm like, okay, the adventure uh. I had had in mind is not going to work with these guys. <laughs> so, <clears throat> so I Got made it. it more of a political game. Uh, the last email, or actually, it was supposed to be the third email. I forgot to copy over, so I have it up on here. Sure. I'll read it now. Okay. This is from. Who is this from? <clears throat> Corey, also known as Mr. Man of War. Ah, <coughs> oh, Mr. Man of War. <coughs> Hello, Studimus Prime, and you douchebots who are robots in disguise. <laughs> I have a question for you all. First off, first time emailer, long time and frequent poster on the forums is Mr. Man of War. First time emailer? First time emailer. Nice. He even sent prizes at some point, I believe. Mr. Man of War. Did he? Yeah. Awesome. I think that print. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Here is my question. Why are we as a hobby so divisive on the games we play? And more importantly, why are we so derogatory on others who don't play the games we play? For background, I get some dislike. <clears throat> I get that some dislike D and D in its various incarnations, and others seem to be against White Wolf, Vampire, etc. And some seem to hate the whole superhero bit and other games. Others tend to like Burning Wheel and its offshoot, while others like pl- Powered by the Apocalypse games, and some like Savage Worlds or Dungeon World or Butterflies Kill Zombies or Politicians versus Sewer Cleaners RPG games, etc. I get it. What I don't get is the whole let's bash the rules set or that game mentally in some kind of feudal one-upsmanship nonsense that seems to go on like some kind of bizarre pissing contest to prove one RPG is better than another. And one RPG is better than all others, and that's GURPS. Sorry. Uh, This hobby hobby (laughs) has as far as I know, and as far as I know, this podcast is about inclusive endeavors, whereas... Whereas we all tried to get new gamers into the hobby, so why the infighting? Why do we argue about this rule set or that? Why the OSR? Why don't we play Dungeon World? Why don't we play cartoon mm-hmm. characters versus Space Amoeba, etc.? Is this some inherent drive amongst RPG players slash GMs where we feel we have to push GURPS, D&D, White Wolf... I take a sec- exception. Uh, <laughs> GURPS, D&D, White Wolf stuff, Powered by the Apocalypse stuff... Star Wars stuff, etc., to promote some kind of exclusivism that these games didn't promote? I don't know. Secondly, why must it divide 
if one person loves D&D in its various incarnations, another likes Call of Cthulhu, another likes D20 OGL stuff, another likes Dungeon Worlds or Numenera. I hear that's got great art, etc. <laughs> For me, as a play, <laughs> as, as players, etc., um, you like what you like, you buy what you buy. Why the negative slamming of other systems and ridicule of people who play things different from what we play? I guess I'm tired of the bashing and condescending attitude uh, some take about certain games wherein we all try to promote new players to the hobby and every one of us uh, has a new gateway in. Uh, are there truly some games that should never be played, Fatal Excluded, that, desert, that deserves its own personal level of hell? Why or why not? Uh, what is acceptable argumentation and what is not when discussing game design and personal tastes for newcomers as well as longtime GM slash DMs of the game? What do you find prognosticators think, Corey, Mr. Man of War? I, I mean... I think well said. I, it is. He's very well <laughs> said. But, I mean, tribes, really? People, people, friends are up the camps? I mean, this, this, I don't want to say it's human nature, but certainly... There's people it's that like football nature. more than they like they like basketball. Oh, basketball sucks! It's so boring. Nothing oh, happens. At, I really like football. People people kill each other over sports teams. They do. Yeah, um, that's right. I, I, I go ahead. No, I do think it's human nature, and that's what I was going to say. Is that it was kind of enlightening to me as a new gamer, uh, just I don't know six years ago that there was caste system within gaming. I'm like, this is a niche of a niche of a niche. Uh, oh, that sure. word is uh, yeah. niche, but yeah, and I was like, there is like a caste system, and these are like the sportos, and these are yeah. the oh, yeah. the intellectual, you know. It's more of a class system, I think. Yeah, yeah, class system. But it's I'm like teasing. Lord of the Flies. It is. And it is. I think it's just like some sort of... Well, as nerds, we yeah. get enthusiastic about the stuff we love. Yep. Uh, I'm borderline obsessed. Exactly. So the stuff that you like... You, you want really other like it, we're we're just like Jehovah's Witnesses. We have mm-hmm. to share the good news with you, and we do, and we don't understand yeah. why people don't like what we like because because we we agree on so many things. Well, How come you don't like it? Because we like us, it. Some of us eventually can understand that, but <laughs> but we do. But we do. You do want like if you if you discover some cool game, what's the first thing you do? You go to your friends and say, "Hey, I just discovered this cool game. We should totally play it." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We should see if you all like the same thing I like. The yeah. first thing we do. And it's a little. You're a little bit bummed when people don't like it, but I think most people get over it. Well, it's just like music. It's but like, oh, I not hate everybody. The Eagles. Oh, I love Hotel California. Oh, you suck. No, you suck. How can you not like the Eagles? Yeah. I, I, well, they had, they had it, one good it's song. All of that. It's that same <laughs> I mentality. Hated the Eagles until I saw the history of the Eagles, and then oh, really? I was like, Don Hamley's totally punk rock. Oh no! And shit. Yeah, no. I was I was impressed. They're okay. We're I, that's not my, all right. That's um, not my point. The real great worm <laughs> said, "If there's anything geeks love, it's argue, arguing about geeky crap." Yeah, that's right. RPG, RPG rules are not accepted. And I think a lot of it is is posturing in much the same way that somebody will defend how great Hotel California mm-hmm. is to somebody who's. That's a fantastic it. song. Uh, okay, yeah. that's fine. But I'm awfully tired of it. I, 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 oh, don't, I sure. could go the oh, rest sure. of my life and never hear it ever. Yeah. You know what? I thought I would never want to hear again, but I downloaded it because my kids had never heard the song. Yeah. Or Stairway to Heaven. Well, right. see, that's. I was just going to say that's their Stairway to Heaven, or yeah. yeah. But one came before. But the people love to just. All right, I'm yeah. drawing a line in the sand. I hate Hotel California. I'm going to see how long I can. I'm going to die on this hill. Right. And sometimes it's just yeah. kind of uh, like fun. Like as as he said, people like to argue. Uh, like never seeing ET. 
Like, yeah, right? At some point, it becomes a badge of honor. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm not. No, I've I'm, never seen it. Never, I'm not going to see it. Fuck you. I'm going to die without seeing it. Right. But you know what? The reason I have never seen E.T. is because when it came out in the theaters, guess what happened? Yes. People oversold that sure. shit. Yep, Everyone that told to me, me all the time. And I just got to the point, I was like, you know what? Yep. Fuck you. I'm not listening to any of you anymore. Yeah. Like, no. I've never seen Rocky Horror Picture it's Show for the same reason. soured. Because how many times I've, have you gone to see something overhyped? Yeah. And yeah. then you're like kind like, disappointed. Oh, it was all right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And they, and they just got to the point where it's like, no, sorry, I'm not that interested in seeing that, so I'm not going to see it. Now I'm going to make a point of not seeing it. Yeah. God damn it, because you kept <laughs> bugging me. But Rocky Horror Picture Show, I watched it like on DVD or it was on stream live streaming somewhere or uh-huh. something. I'd never seen it in the theater. I watched it. I'm like, music's kind of kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, it's got Wacky. some funny bits in it. Yeah. Um, other than that kind of <laughs> shit film, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, but I was never one of those. I was never part of that crowd that went to the <coughs> theater. Movie. For the, no. Yeah, uh, but bringing back to the email, I mean, yeah. it, 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 we do this all that we do it with food. You know, sure. I, I I can't stand seafood, but people might you know my family loves it, so I just shut up and eat it when, when they you know because they really dig it. So I mean, I think it's, even shrimp, I, I just it, it all tastes too fishy to me now. I can't even eat tuna fish anymore. Well, if tuna fish is fish. How? Yeah, I know. Tuna I just, fish I is fish. Just calamari. I've like never, never like calamari. It's, it's, oh. I kind of feel like I'm chewing on an inner tube, or, or like, like, a, like a, like a. It's a small inner tube. Yes, <laughs> it's more like a balloon, really. Fish <laughs> It's like a condom. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Coney Island whitefish, Mike. Coney Island whitefish. <laughs> um, but, but anyway, I What's mean, that? that's bag of foreskins. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, a. Uh, it's. <laughs> And I, and <gasps> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm no, done. I just thought, had a horrible thought <laughs> about whales and foreskins. About whales and foreskins? Yeah, like an, do animals have? I don't want to know. Don't answer. <laughs> the whale, the Probably. whale moil comes by, and yeah, the whale moil. <laughs> <laughs> and do you have a bris? Yeah, yeah. Well, the Jewish ones do. Yeah. Oh, don't Jewish whales. The, don't get me stopped. Are whales kosher? <laughs> about so, well, yeah, it depends on the bris thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if whales would be considered kosher. I don't know. They don't have cloven hooves. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they don't. Ta-da! I don't know. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know that's, <laughs> that's funny. <an> question. It's <laughs> <laughs> really funny. I don't know. Depends on how they were killed. Maybe I guess. You know. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, maybe. It's like they cook them in butter. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm like getting back to the email. Is there whale butter? <laughs> yeah. <no>. Oh. <laughs> Blubber. Yeah. It has its own butter, I think. They're, those are all really interesting thoughts. So anyway. Kind of gross. Yes. Why is it do you think that we that we draw lines in the sand and die on these certain hills? You I know, mean, what you brought up that's a, interesting is why do we expect that we would not? Because what you just brought up is a good point that people argue about all things... When you like something, you ex- you want people to you want to share that, which I think is sure. what Stu said. And also, when you have when you have a, a negative mm-hmm. uh, experience with a game, it kind of fouls your taste to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's li- yeah, it's like eating a bad olive, and you can never eat olives ever again. Amen. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You had you were fine up to that one olive, and all of a sudden, and it shut me down for three days. Never eat olives again. Yeah. Lost ten pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should eat more olives. No. 
<laughs> I'll never go through that again. But uh, I, I think the, um, I mean, like, f- like for me, like right now, the powered by the apocalypse thing, it's kind of subsided. It's kind of stopped. Yeah. Um, but th- th- it just gets annoying after a while. That it's like, you know, I I got a stack of games that I've purchased mm-hmm. and have not played. Some of which I have not read. Some of those are powered by the Apocalypse mm-hmm. games, but there's a lot of older stuff in there than mm-hmm. that that I still have not done. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's just, you know, I'm going to get to it when I get to it, uh, and that's when I'm going to get to it. We <laughs> we in this podcast sometimes will draw lines in the sand just for the not just. For I the do sake like of poking but, but fun at people who bug me. Yes, but about we also doing we, something over and over. We, we also tend to do this for yeah. discussion purposes too. It's like yeah. we, 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 one one takes sure. one side, one takes another. That makes an interesting argument. But I know exactly what you're saying. I mean, people get so passionate about one game system that they that they forego all else, and it's it does seem a shame. It's like no, the, the Savage Worlds, the, the, the Savage Worlds community, not the whole community, but right. there's there's. Adherence to Savage Worlds, who are like, I would mm-hmm. never play anything else. Why I just would converted I? to Why Savage would I Worlds. Yeah. But you know what? I was the same way with GURPS when I played GURPS yeah. a lot. You know, and I haven't, pl- I haven't run a GURPS game now in six or seven years. Wow, maybe longer. <clears throat> well, and back when there was a lot of interest in Savage Worlds, there were a lot of people that loathed Bennies. So, right, you know. Well, I mean, there's. A, but that's not the system's fault. That's the that's yeah. the GM, a GM who gives bennies for lame reasons, is. And there's still people out there the, that hate it. I mean, we still yeah. have people on the forums that hate Savage Worlds, and yeah. you know that's their prerogative. It's right. fine. I'll bet you, for most people that hate it, they hate it because they were oversold it. I. It's also just that's my guess. Sometimes it's just you know, there's a lot of little fiddly bits, and there's a lot of little you know, numbers yeah. and mechanics, and maybe it's just not for everyone. I, I know you know, an apocalypse world is so much yeah. more open. Oh, but you know, but there have been people who have not liked Savage Worlds true. long before Apocalypse World became yeah, the new hot. That's true. That's true. I so mean, th- there's there's people who like. I'm sure there's people who dislike Savage Worlds who love Pathfinder, which has way more fiddly bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So do you think it comes down to? I mean, I think rationally people understand that different people like different games and mm-hmm. different games appeal to. But do you think because recently I, I, I think you're making a big assumption that maybe yeah, no, that's probably be true. <laughs> that might not. It's been be my totally observation. True. Oh, I'm sorry, are you done? No, the only thing I the only other thing I was going to say. I thought you shut yourself down. I think you were like, oh, never mind. No, no, the only other part of that I can think of that has come up recently because of the PBTA. You know, conversations and that sort of thing is when people think you don't like something for the right, right reason, like that you're wrong. Doesn't because matter. no, I know. I'm, <laughs> I, that's why. I'm, but I'm just saying that there. You know how when like somebody's going to tell you that you haven't had the right seafood or right. prepared the right way. Right. Or, oh, you'd, oh, you'd love oh, octopus if, if you, you tried had. Right yeah. What about what about sushi? Like sushi? you've just not had good octopus. Well, a lot of well, a lot of wasabi on it. Okay. That, yeah. Fuck yeah. It's just just the way I eat it. That way right. I can't taste the fish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> grunions? Like grunions? Nah, maybe. I think. Yeah. I'm, I had smelled. What's a grunion? It's like a sardine-y kind of. Oh. Smell. They used kinda. to have grunion runs in Long Beach, but we've killed them all with pollution now. I don't think, yeah, I don't think they're even there anymore. <laughs> um. But interesting. Oh, I, was, I mean, go ahead. Uh, what I was going to say was. I, I, it's probably a generalization. It's probably an assumption, but I think that 
the more comfortable somebody is with a game, the more that they like it. For example, I'm, I'm very comfortable with Savage Worlds. I'm not very comfortable with Fate or Apocalypse World yet. Mm-hmm. And, and I, therefore, I tend to... And, and, I, and I can speak more knowledgeably about the game system. So oftentimes people with the game system they're most familiar with and most comfortable with is the one they espouse the most because they can, they can talk knowledgeably and it's the one... It's, you know, that's their, it's their comfortable bathrobe. It's the one that they're most used to. Sure. And... Uh, and I, I think I, that, that plays a lot into these these lines that people are drawing in the sand. Go ahead. Maybe. I, I mean, I think most most rational people will, if, if someone plays a game and says, no, that's not really for me, most rational people will go, oh, okay, well, that game's not for them. But there's, right. there's diehards who just, Absolutely. who just won't do that. And it's, and it's, and it's it like the... Um, I've only played in one Power by the Apocalypse game, and that was... Dave 77 ran... Um, the Gong Show game for us. Okay. In Spirit of Seventy Seven. Okay. And someone said, "Well, he hadn't really played an Apocalypse War game because that was the that r- no, wasn't <laughs> the right Apocalypse War game." I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. You yeah. know, now I, I had a lot of fun at the game. It was a blast. Yeah. I think Dave is a fantastic GM. Oh yeah, he is. There, there are some things about about the gameplay that I'm like, uh, I kind of want a little more meat to my gameplay than that. It was also a pretty wacky, superficial game. I mean, I, I'm not, yeah. a, I'm not a fan of sameness. Yeah. Generally speaking, me- no, when it I comes think... to mechanics. Yeah. That's my, that's my criticism with Savage Worlds. Although I'll, I'll, I'll say what the add-on stuff that they've put on yeah. for rifts. Mm-hmm. That the sameness has gone doesn't away. Sound like a Savage, it doesn't feel like a Savage Worlds yeah. game. No, not when I'm pulling a handful of dice and rolling. <laughs> that's <laughs> so awesome. I'm going to roll my damage. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm playing champions, but um, you know, and, and you know, if it wasn't for the fact that it's so slow and cumbersome, champions mm-hmm. would be a, a go-to game for me because I like having being able to use the mechanics to more precisely determine what is going to happen in a situation. Whereas with 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 games like Apocalypse World, it's all about it's all about narrative effect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And everything—it's it, 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 everything—is all an abstraction through the filter of narrative. Yeah. At least, at least, the, at least from my ex- yeah. from my experience. But if I have, if I'm playing uh, a certain game that will remain nameless, and I have a sword, I can attack with that sword mm-hmm. in two different ways and do two different kinds of damage to you. Right. Right. And that has a real solid game effect. I'm going to roll X if if I'm going to swing the sword at you, yeah. and I'm going to roll Y if I'm going to try to stab you with the impaling point of the sword. You could even and turn it on its side. You get a third attack out of it with a blood attack. Versus just hack and slash. Right. I do This damage. is how I do it, and right. this is how I do it, and this is how I do it, but it's this move. It's still always... Good. Yeah. It's, see, that's, that, that's the, the my criticism of D&D. I want to hit him in the head. How many GMs running D&D have oh, heard, yeah. heard a player... Usually a new player yeah. say, "I'm going to hit him in the head." Okay, you do one point of damage. Two <laughs> yeah. or two. Yeah. Uh-huh. So doesn't that knock him out? No, D and D doesn't have rules for knocking people out in the head. Well, they might be in the DMG. I don't know, but but I I didn't see them. But I mean <laughs> that, that, that there's but for other people that's not a big deal. Yeah. You just don't hit people in the head. No. <laughs> or you assume their heads. Or if you get a critical hit, suddenly you did hit them in the head. You hit them in the head. It's like it's like every time you swing your sword, you close your eyes, and, and when you open them, you've hit someplace. You exactly. don't know what it is. Right. 
But I mean, you know, and other people don't give a shit about that. That stuff bugs me. That's why I want things to that work in a certain way. And I mean, I don't need to, I don't need to have your head has so many hit points. The arm, the left arm has yeah. this many hit points. Played right that arm game, has RuneQuest, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> right. It, it depends. Well, on kind of GURPS, but GURPS handles it a little differently. Yeah. Well, and just your your point is apt because it it depends on what you want out of a game. Right. Well, I want so to be. I want people to be able to like, des- to describe yeah. what it is they want to do, and be able to use the game rules to create that thing, and have it have a real unique effect. as quickly and efficiently as possible too. I don't that helps. S- I don't want to spend a bunch of time doing math, coming up with a target number, and then rolling percentile dice. I don't. I, I don't like, want that. I just want to roll. Yeah. Like, all right, this is what you need to hit. Go. Right. Exactly. So. So somewhere in between. But I don't. Well, you know, Gerps, if you have, like, the Mook does that. He does yeah. all that math and sort of stew on the fly. So you want to hit him in the head? Okay, this is yeah. your target number. Well, it's more complicated. In third it, edition, it was easy. In yeah. fourth edition, there's a lot more damage types than there are in third. Yes. There were third edition. There was crushing and impa- crushing, Flashing, impaling, and cutting. Okay. Crushing, impaling, and cutting with the damage types. Now there's like three or four Burning. different kinds of uh-huh. piercing. Uh, oh! Oh yeah! There's yeah, piercing, no, there piercing yeah. plus, piercing yeah. plus plus something. Yeah. yeah, there's all kinds of different ones. No, it's and they they do that because sandwich. depending on, it's on nuts. like like one of one of the damage types is specifically for like 50 caliber sniper rifles, which is like okay, that's got to do a shit ton of damage. Like it really is going to. So if I hit him in the head, is he down? <laughs> yes, <laughs> shoot somebody with, with a bow, 50 cal. The, the hydrostatic. Uh, <laughs> Shock wave is not nearly as much as a fifty caliber bullet going through you. The hydrostatic that goes through your body. It's it yeah. Did, yeah. A whole different type of period. And and, and r- the difference between rifle rounds and pistol rounds oh. is dramatically different because one's going nine hundred feet per second and the other one is going even stabbing somebody three thousand feet stabbing per somebody with a poignard. You know, it's a whole different type of. I get it. Than hitting him with a with a sword, especially a big thick yeah. one. So, but uh, you know. But that's that's my own personal preference. That's yeah. what I that's what I want out of a game. What I'm building with Moment of Truth is what I'm hoping it's going to give you that kind of granularity, so you can do that kind of stuff. But it's not going to be a real heavy, mm-hmm. cumbersome thing. We have to look up each type of damage and then figure out. Yeah, what, it's not going to be like that. Math, it's like yeah. if you're going to hit him in the head. This is what you do to your damage dice. If you're going to do this, this is what you do to your damage dice. Right. Um, but. But that's that's me, and I know mm-hmm. that there are going to be people who w- they're going to look at moment of truth and go, "Nah, that's fine. I don't care. I, I wrote the game that I want to run, basically, right. and and that because the biggest thing to me, the thing that that irks me most about most role playing games mm-hmm. is combat taking too long. Mm-hmm. I hate it yeah. when combat takes so long. A, there we have, yep. there's two reasons now. I used to only be one. I just don't like long combats. Yeah, I want them to be. To me, half hour is perfect. Yeah, a half hour combat, go through three or four rounds, things over, maybe twenty minutes. But it seems usually mm-hmm. ends up being a half hour. Sure. But like a two hour combat, uh, I'm out. See, and I like I like. I like a little bit more granularity in my combat. I like to take called shots. I like to, you know, I want to aim and shoot at the head. I want to shoot the chandelier off the wall and have them hit. I, I yeah. like to have those options instead of just, I close my eyes, I, w- I roll the dice, I open my eyes, oh, I hit him and did some kind of. I hit him damage. in his hit point. Pool. And I'll play those games. <laughs> I'll play those games. And, and I grew up with those games and I love it. I, I get it. It's an abstraction, but I do like to sometimes because it. it 
if you can hit them in the head, it this all of a sudden applies to your tactics. Rather than you just running up and everybody bashing at them, maybe I'll drop back with a bow and I'll and I'll take three rounds aiming. And right. now I or, yeah. or, and now I've got cover and, and well, it, it you, can affect everything. You feel like uh, you accomplish something with a, a different layer of the gameplay where you're yeah. you're getting to kind of yeah. You individualize each person's yeah. combat more. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has a bit more We're like in a narrative game, you can absolutely mm-hmm. still say you are doing those things, right? but it, it isn't like you are applying different... In some games, there are other mechanical things or there are moves on the... But I totally understand what you're saying with, like, the level of where you want to see the mechanical influence of right. the gameplay. Yeah. And it's not... I mean, I, I don't dislike... Yeah, I had to say the same Apocalypse thing. Apocalypse World games. I don't dislike people who play Apocalypse World games. I don't like being bugged about it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty much stopped, like I said. But I mean, but the, that's how you go through life too. I mean, you you, you don't like. I mean, people oversell a book on you. You're like, fuck you. I'm, I'm not reading. I'm never going to read that. Yeah. Book. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, especially for us, when getting back to to, to shorter yeah. combats, I, I've always always. Disliked long combats, yeah. And, and GURPS combats can get that way if you have, especially if you have high-powered characters. Yeah. When you, people have high active defenses, mm-hmm. and it's just like a sword fight, it can go on for a while. Or people aren't using tactics very well. But once you, know. you get one one hit on the guy, everything starts to collapse. That fight's going to end. But the other reason is because we do actual plays now. We have seen, and this is happens in every game. Well, not pretty much every game. Mm-hmm. When combat starts and it's a bunch oh. of dice rolling, you can watch the viewership yeah. start to start to drop. People do, people find it boring. Mechanics in actual plays, mechanics are kind of boring. Mm-hmm. People aren't. In, that's not why they're watching. Yes, there are probably a few people who uh-huh. are, who are watching actual plays or listening to actual plays to learn them to learn the game system. But most of the people who are watching, that's not why they're watching. I went back and looked at our numbers for old actual plays. Uh, some of those numbers are very, very high. Ghostbusters LA game, 15,000 downloads. Yeah. I mean, wow. That's huge. There's yeah. not uh-huh. an episode of this show that has that many downloads. No. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, the Inukai game, how often we do have combat in the Inukai game? Once every four sessions? Yeah, maybe. Five sessions? Yeah. And most of those were, were um, Ayujitsu duels. Mm-hmm. There's not an episode of Inukai that's under 10,000 downloads. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Jib's Sturmgeist game. Yeah. Most of those are over 10,000 downloads. Jeez. Yeah. Um, the, but you look at some of the... Some of wow. The, so you, you can see the games where there's a lot of game mechanics and a lot of fiddly yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's hard to listen. And you to. can look at it, you can see it in the episodes. You People are driving and they're like, I kind of want to hear the story play out. I really don't want to hear them arguing over dice for an hour and a half. Right. Well, and that's why I had forgotten well, that. Because no arguing you you had mentioned that, and I commented because I was watching the um, redemptions on one right. of the games we were playing, and I said, "Yeah, we were really steady. It just dipped a little bit at, during this part." And you're like, "Oh yeah, there was combat." When combat started, and I'm like, "Oh, yep. when combat yeah. starts, that's oh, why yeah. w- one reason that moment of truth, the combat system. I mean, combat goes fast. It's done in like 15, oh, 20 minutes. Yeah, with four players, it's pretty quick. Uh-huh. So." You know, you know, if you had some supernatural monster, that might be a little longer. But 
for the most part. No, it's hey, when I'm playing my MMOs, I like to wipe them out as fast as you can so you can get to the goal to get to the destination. Exactly. And I think <laughs> right. it's the, that that mindset yeah. isn't that much different than the people playing games. When too. I'm playing Death Watch, I want to get rid of all the Tyranid as fast as I can so I can get to the landing zone yeah. and get picked up. But right. then there is this is just kind of, and I know we've strayed a little from this, but there is something kind of fun for a while for for you, even like for me, if I'm going to play GURPS or I'm going to play, you know, about taking a little bit of time with the combat so that I can yes utilize all of the pieces of my my little pretend person sure absolutely yeah, yeah. and and also so you understand the the combat system well yeah. enough to be able to leverage the th- stuff on your character yes. sheet to its because best otherwise ability. what's the right. point right sometimes yeah. it's a tactical thing too you you shoot your bow yeah. and retreat shoot your bow and retreat shoot your bow right. and retreat or you stand there and take three rounds and aim or yeah. or you uh, well obviously my arrows aren't hitting him what if I tar- uh, take the arrows and cause an avalanche right so now you're looking around and you're scanning it and it doesn't mm-hmm. add time but that that may be a little bit different I think than than actually just uh, fighting yeah. by attrition you know right. And even that gets to a point where you're like, uh, I, I, I give up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't want that to go on for three hours. But, I, I mean, people are going to talk about... They're going to love what they're going to love, and they're going to want to talk about it. Yep. And yeah, I don't know why we should be shocked. People like certain <laughs> foods, oh, yeah. and, and they were always trying to preach. People like no, certain authors and certain yep. genres. And well, even you go on comic book or movie forums, yeah. and... DC and Marvel. I mean, people are going to... Argue about or oh, yeah. you know, Avengers. Was yeah, this arc. I, I used to go on homebrewing uh, back back during what was it alt dot rec dot brewing or whatever it was, yep. and it was on uh, on Usenet, and I was very active in that. This is long time ago, back when I was a homebrewer. Oh, the flame wars they would get into mm-hmm. about homebrewing, oh. about making beer, barbecuing. Oh, oh, oh my yeah. god! Oh my oh, god! Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's it is out there. I thought I'd try all propane. Kinds of, <laughs> all kinds of hobbies, and you know, we, certainly the rivalry in sports teams—it's yeah. already out there. I mean, and, and even games. Uh, pe- I, I know people that love basketball. I, I happen to it's, of the yeah. sports. I actually kind of like it, but people are like why tennis? I like tennis, but I like I like soccer. I like watching soccer. I, I do too. I find that pretty boring, actually. But what I will, what I like watching <coughs> is when it's is the World Cup when it's sure. Zimbabwe is playing South Korea. Sure, that's cool because seeing that whole international thing, I think, is awesome. But anyway, I, so I don't know why we act surprised when people you know take sides when it comes to games. That's kind of a good point. But we do. We are still shocked. Shocked that that people yeah, I'm don't like well, girls. and people don't, shouldn't have to be dicks to other people. Well. Yeah, but uh, maybe that's the the w- takeaway. What are we supposed to do if we're naturally inclined <laughs> to be dicks? Right? I mean, <laughs> hypothetically, and, and, you know. And, <laughs> and if you really like something, you got to be a, a dick friend. About it. <laughs> Asking for Asking a friend. Asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's a good point. I think uh, is that's a good are we still though. streaming? Oh, we should be. I had it up on the. Just mm-hmm. look at the status. We're bouncing. Where's the status at? It's a little thing on the on the bottom right side. Mm-hmm. Is it green? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because right. the chat room has not said anything, so maybe they all fell asleep. Oh, they were in there because I had it there because I was checking redemption. They're all and fighting stuff. with each other. But yeah. Oh, there's a lot of people in there, but they're they're yeah. they're not they're not talking. All right. So um, I'm seeing stuff move here. So is that maybe a skunk I smell. 
You might have a skunk nearby. Ugh. I do. That is that a skunk. That keeps happening yeah. to me and Pedro. Either that or someone's got some nasty bud. <laughs> I saw hop, compressed hop <laughs> dice. Yeah. They're, they're dice that are compressed hops um, with like little bronze, I don't know what you call that. Filigrees. Or filigree or on the. Interesting. Yeah, and it made me think where the the pothead dice with the yeah the, the bud dice. Where can we get the hemp dice? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Nobody's gonna crush their fucking he- <laughs> the, the the hops dice and smoke them, man. No, just stems just and seeds. Stems and seeds. Yeah, what else go. are you gonna use them yeah. for? Just make them into like, pot concrete and make little like yeah. stone pot dice. Yeah. Stone dice. Million <laughs> dollar idea, right there. There you go. <laughs> Easy roller dice Get, to get hop, on that would Look you? up the hop dice though It's weird I can't imagine Like they have to be so light They're, Even if they're oh, yeah. s- Compressed hops They'd just be like That's why you gotta mix them With a little bit of concrete Yeah <laughs> Or lead <laughs> I'm lead. sure it's plastic yeah. right? Don't chew on them So, so Vampire54 He says Is Stu ready for a sold out Gen Con I don't know I, it, is uh, it, it I probably will be You people And you're gonna be surrounded By thousands of them I'm, it's the worst time. <laughs> I, 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 um, I, I didn't realize it's the fiftieth Gen Con. Yeah, which I guess is a big deal. Oh yeah. So, Tom, um, stop licking the dice. <laughs> <laughs> the hemp dice. Oh yeah, it piss you off if someone like. Those are my good dice. They always roll high. Oh, you suck. <laughs> yeah, they're high now. Um, it does nice. See, it writes itself. You got to yeah. make hemp dice easy roller because you know yeah. you want to roll high all the <laughs> time. Yeah. yeah, buy our hemp dice. Hey, it'll be legal in the state. You can legally roll be legal in the state of California with a doctor's yep. note. Yeah. The highest rolling dice. <laughs> well, you can January first, right? It's now. After next year. Oh no! It's it's going on. Oh now, no! The I doctor's think. note with a doctor's note. But yeah, with a script. Yeah, but the forever. Oh, that starts. Yeah, yeah I think that January starts January first. Um. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. If I, I hadn't signed up for any games, for Gen Con, I'm gonna do games on demand. Mm-hmm. I want to go and into the, the, the. I was gonna say the solicitors' room, but that's a different place. That's in Washington <laughs> D.C. off of K Street. Um, oh. <laughs> Just the, the, the dealers' word room. Solicitors' dealers room actually <laughs> has a lot of baggage to it. That's almost that's almost a weaponized word. There, right. solicitors. Uh, the the dealers room mm-hmm. at Gen Con because I want to try to m- I want to meet and greet as many game publishers as I can. Oh yeah, I want to try to get some interviews. What I would like to be able oh, to do awesome. is at the end of every like the weeks after I go on the Friday night shows is okay. I'm going to play an interview with this guy, and the next week absolutely here's an interview with this guy, and then and they'll I'll put them put them at the end of the shows. Yep. So people can will stream live will stream them and, and put yeah. them on the podcast. But I figured that would be a nice way because I, I can get I can get persistent mm-hmm. to make people talk to me. Um, <laughs> I don't have a press pass you're, though. You're a journalist. Come I don't on. have a press pass though. I'm sure you could get one. Well, it, well they're you probably, probably out. Have to apply. Yeah, they're yeah. probably out of them now. Usually, you have to get that stuff like six months. Okay, in you could go in and go. Oh, I applied. What the hell did you lose it? Look, I'm, look, I'm part of the podcast. Do you know who I am? And they'll, they'll write one and yeah. give it to you. Yeah. No, they won't. No one listens to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I know the dealer room. I'm, I'm, I'm anticip- anticipating spending some somewhere around forty to fifty percent of my time in the dealer room because I, I want to go and talk to the well it, everyone I can I can talk to. I want to go and talk to them. 
So and yeah. remember to pimp your game too while you're at it. The what? Remember to pimp your game while yes. you're at it. I might. I might. I, I have plans for that. I don't. I, I'm not sure exactly what's happening. I, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. Uh, yes, I've met uh, Ken San Andre at uh, Strategic Con a couple times. Uh, uh, great author S in the form. Yeah, he he comes to our he's, yep. he comes to our, our cons occasionally. I know Shane won't be in the dealer room, but Bill knows him very well, so I'm sure I can get everything. Yeah, Bill. Yeah. Um, if Richard Garfield's there, tell him I said hi. Okay, I'll tell him Stork cool. said hi. Cool. All right. That'll be so, awesome. And then, uh, so that that's my plan. That is. This coming week? This next you week? You leave. I leave. I, I fly, Wednesday? Out, fly, fly out Wednesday morning. Yeah. Um, Wednesday through Sunday, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've, cool. And then I've got... I think we were talking about doing a, a listener meetup Saturday evening. It's got to be early because I have an early flight out on Sunday morning. So, But I'm not sure what that's cool. going to be yet. We probably need to decide that pretty soon yeah. for those of us who are going to yeah, Gen yeah. Con. So if you're going to Gen Con yeah. and you would like to meet... Maybe start some on the forums. Don't, I won't ask for a hug. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Stu's not a big hugger. <laughs> but if you want to meet, because I'd love to meet as many listeners as I can, uh, join the forum, come on the forum, and let's figure out where and when we can do that. People have been talking about Saturday evening. If that's not a good time, I'm fine doing it. I have no. I'm not signing up for any gaming. The only thing I, the only event I want to make sure I go to is Angry GM is going to be doing the uh, uh, GM Word of the Week. He's going to do a live one. Oh, cool! So I'm going to sign up. For, I'm going to. Sign, I have to find my badge. My badge is. I think I, I had already packed it in my carry on, so I don't lose it. But I get put my badge number in to be able to sign up for that. Cool. Mm-hmm. So. And then, it. and then the week after, you go to Strategicon. Yeah. Two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, that's right. Two, Two weeks. Two weeks. Yes. And, and we'll leave it at that. And, and then I will stop spending yeah. money on conventions. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very that's much. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. I will end this. I will oh. end you. Oh, wait. Why problem make when you no problem have, you don't want Your to make? Your dogs are barking at this time. See, there was the best thing for that, that letter, too. Yes. Yeah. Well, Thank you for joining us for Season 20, Episode 1 of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Gina. I'm Stork. Thank you. See you next week. Uh, Dave, yeah. CA Dave will be hosting. Yeah. And mystery Possibly guests. someone else. Hopefully they can get it figured out. Right. You won't be here. I won't I'm be at here. a wedding. Dave's got it. Dave's got it. We'll see. Uh, also, uh, Saturday, Sunday is Mode of Sin. Uh, yeah. And then Monday is... Masks. Masks. Thank you very much. Thank you. And we'll leave with a song. Been a presentation of the Angry Folk Media Empire.
We're going away from the holy ground and the girls that we love true. We will sail the salt seas over and then return for sure to see again the girls we love and the holy ground once more. Fine girl, you you're the girl that I adore, and still I live in hopes to see the holy ground once more. Bye.